Hello and welcome to In Bed with Lucy. I'm Lucy Price and I'm here to tell you the tales of a high class escort. A behind the curtains discussion about sex work from a sex worker. Everything I discuss is of my own opinion and experiences and it does not reflect on the community at large as everyone experiences sex work differently. This podcast contains explicit and sexual language, topics that may trigger sexual assault, violence and discussion on drug and alcohol use. This may offend some viewers so please be aware if this is an issue for you. If you are under the age of 18, Please stop now and kindly go back to the Disney Channel. For everyone else, let's get this party started. How to approach a sex worker for their services. So that is a very, very good question and a very good topic to discuss. So I will talk to you today about how to approach an independent sex worker. So obviously there are so many different genres of sex workers. Um, I'm only going to discuss my experiences and that being an independent escort. The first thing I would do as a client is I would first research your chosen companion. And what I mean by research your chosen companion is I understand that when your dick's hard and all the blood's rushing to that organ, it's really, really difficult to think of anything else other than your cock like the worst thing you can do when you're you know hungry is go grocery shopping you're just going to buy crap so don't look for sex when you're horny the first thing you need to do is research your companion and look for things like social media websites look for google map listings look for anything that can verify the authenticity of your chosen companion so that would be my very very first step before you even move anywhere else just make sure that you're getting the right person i do unfortunately know and have heard of a lot of um clients being scammed by false ads i know some of my clients have actually gone to places and it hasn't even been the person in the photo so um just make sure that there are a few different forums that will verify your companion. Not suggesting that someone that doesn't have social media isn't, you know, legit. I'm just saying just look for anything like, I don't know, reviews, Google listings, like I've mentioned, websites. Um, just try and find something, even word of mouth. Word of mouth goes really far. I know that personally in a small town. Word of mouth is priceless. So even if you know someone that's seen them, you know, that person you can obviously verify their authenticity and that they are who they are. The next thing I would do is once you've verified that's the person that you want and, you know, you're happy with that, read their ad. Yes, yes, it involves reading, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so sorry to be the person to break it to you, but please read the ad. I'm guilty of it when I want something, when I'm desperate for it. I don't really read the ad or the, I just call up and be like, wait, I want this. Okay. You can't do that. And even I'm guilty of it when it comes to sex work, considering of how intimate it is, you must read someone's ad. I promise you everything you want to know about that person will be there. So it will generally list their services, 
I know on my website I have my body type, I have a few of my stats, I have my service listings, I also have a very clear and concise way in which I want you to contact me and also how to secure a booking with me. It's really basic. It is one, two, three. I'm not the only one to actually have these things on my website. This is quite a common thing for a lot of escorts to have. So to save you a lot of trouble, read the website. It will guarantee to basically answer every single one of your questions. My next suggestion would actually have to be after you're well informed of the rates and preferred contact method. I would then make contact only after you have already made up what you're after. So on the website, it will have basically clearance, concise, the hours, time, services, everything. If it says reach out in order to gain further information, obviously reach out. But have a general idea of what you want and what your expectations are. Don't just be like, hey, like that shit just it, it doesn't get you anywhere. So when you're making contact, make sure to follow their list of credentials or criteria just to make to make the booking and make sure that you've made mention of seeing their site and that you wish to follow all their guidelines. So the best example for me would be like, you know, good morning, good afternoon. You know, I'm John Doe. I have read your ad site, whatever. I wish to make a booking with you on between these dates. I'm available between these times and I wish to have this service for this length of time. If you have any requests, add it there and also make mention to repeat back if they have a security procedure, make sure that you repeat that back to them saying that you are willing to be forthcoming in regards to their security procedure. I know multiple ways in which um, clients have to verify you know, themselves for a booking. Everyone's different. So that's why you need to read their website because for myself, you need to pay a deposit. Some people, they want a copy of your driver's license. Some people want a reference. You know, you need to make mentions so that they know that you've actually read that part of their website. So that's actually very, very fucking important. And I can't make, if you're going to be a shit cunt in anything of, of an inquiry, at least make mention that you're willing to pass the security. Because if you're not, how the hell are we going to get naked with you and trust you and all that shit? So if the companion then uh, makes request for further information, please follow through with your companion's request. If they ask you to do something, they are not doing it to hold ransom against you. They don't give a shit. They, they are only trying to protect themselves and protect their loved ones and make sure that they go home to their family. So please make sure you follow through with any requests that your companion makes for their security. If they ask for a deposit, follow through at your earliest convenience and be sure to let them know that it was done and send a copy. You've always got to make sure that the other person's feeling safe because you're going into their space. You know what I mean? Like, you probably can give us a fake name, whatever, like it doesn't really matter, but we need to feel safe in your presence. So make sure you keep that in consideration when you're contacting an escort. Now, while you're conversating with an escort, I highly recommend you be very professional. I understand that it's sex services that you are seeking, 
but there is no need to be crude, rude or unprofessional. I understand you're excited, but just take it easy. One step at a time. You'll get there, I promise you. Once you have successfully made contact and you have successfully landed an appointment, be sure to follow their instructions to a T. They have those instructions there for a reason. They have them there for privacy, ease of access, without disturbing neighbours. Be sure that you follow how to gain access to them, being an in-call or whatever it is, be sure to follow it to a T. I would also recommend that on the day, um, depending on what kind of, you know, I guess impression you want to leave, if you are looking at something regular or just just a one-off, um, if you're looking at something regular, I would highly recommend bringing something that you may think that they would like. Maybe they may like coffee or tea or a muffin or generally some people like flowers, chocolates, anything, wine. Um, I don't like wine, but I do like wine, but you know, I'm not huge on it. But yeah, sometimes if you just want to like be nice and stuff, like bring things, you know, that's always going to make, I guess, the time together always a little bit more splendid. <laughs> And may I mention that even if you don't want to become a regular, you should always take something anyway. Personally, I like things for my dog, tennis balls, anything that she kind of enjoys. So, you know, that's going to make the time better because you thought of me and that's pretty cool. The thought of thinking of someone is just sweet. So, yeah, I would recommend doing something like that. Um, I would also... so. Cleanliness is also very important. However, they will ask you to have a shower on arrival. I know, I get it. You just had a shower like an hour ago. But do you not realize how sweaty your crotch gets the second you sit down? And if we're going into your intimate areas, you need to be clean. So still be clean on arrival. Like, I understand if you're coming from work and you're a laborer, like, don't come really gross. But, you know, at least be hygienically clean Make sure you've taken the proper precautions the night before. I don't know, clean underneath your foreskin. If you, whatever, clean your ass. Make sure there's no shit there. Do whatever it is. Clean your teeth. Make sure you've got no, like, uh, the worst thing you can have is bad breath. And if you don't floss, you are more prone to a real stank, sulfur-smelling um, bad breath. I had one client's breath that was so bad it reminded me of BHP. It was horrendous and I love kissing and nothing is more putrid than kissing a rotten egg and a furry one so please make sure your oral hygiene is at its utmost perfection please for the love of god please I get that you know some people can't you know leave clean or leave smelling like certain things well I don't give a flying I want you clean and I have non-scented soap and I have not like other products that you can use that won't be leaving any residue behind so please be sure that you are always clean um one thing I will mention is you know other than being clean and all that stuff on arrival and that is like when you gain access to um a companion make sure that you offer the remaining funds at your very first opportunity 
If it's not at the entrance or if it hasn't been sorted out prior, be sure to hand that over forthcomingly without being prompted. Nothing's more embarrassing than someone having to ask for payment. If you come to see a sex worker and refuse to pay up front, you will be majority of the time denied services. I don't know how other people run their businesses, but with me, if you're not paying up front within the first minute or so, I'm, yeah, things are going to start going downhill from there. I don't know. That's going to make me uncomfortable. Like, you're not my boyfriend. This is a business. Like, imagine going somewhere for dinner and just starting to walk out. Like, that's so random. Just don't do that. Um, always pay straight up. Another thing I forgot to mention is always arrive on time. And if the companion says to arrive five minutes early, arrive five minutes early. If they say to arrive right on time, arrive right on time and follow through with that. So, you know, cleanliness on arrival, have sweet gifts. You want to soften the blow, <laughs> not soften the blow, but if you want to be a sweetheart, leave an impression and make sure that you arrive on time and follow all their directions. You know, that's the best way to start off an initial um, contact with a companion. Okay, so to make things a lot easier, I also find that a lot of my clients are generally so nervous when they come see me. And I don't want anyone to feel nervous around me. That's not me. I'm not that type of person. I'm not unapproachable. I'm not too far-fetched. I'm not I'm that person. I'm so down to earth. I'm realistic. I'm logical. I am not, I don't have huge expectations of anybody. It's not saying that in a bad way is that I don't like to pressure people into thinking that this is the way that I want certain things to be. And that, yeah, I have different ways of pleasing people. Sometimes it's not necessarily sexually, just knowing that someone is comfortable in my presence and knowing that someone is relaxed and at ease is enough for me to feel very, very satisfied. So one thing that I will mention is just try not to be too nervous. I understand excitement. Excitement and anxiety are two different things. Don't feel anxious. I've also had a lot of clients cancel on me last minute because they just felt like they couldn't go through with it because, again, they think that I'm too far-fetched or whatever it is, and they think that they will not be able to meet my expectations of them, which I don't have of anyone. No sex worker, as far as I know, says, nah, this person has to be of this expectations because of this. No, we are not judging anyone. And every experience is is unique and good for what it has to offer. Stop trying to compare yourself to unrealistic pornography, which I will get into into another podcast. But don't think that you have to have that pressure of being that person because you don't have to. Majority of the time, we just want to know that you've had a great time. That's what really it's. this is all about. So now up to the juicy parts. When you're in session with a client, uh, with a client, sorry, with your companion, please be sure to make sure that you're always continuously asking for direct consent. Um, unfortunately, you're not at the stage where insinuated, you know, consent can be used. You need to ask for direct consent. I realize that you're there. Well, you, well, really, you see, you're paying for time, man. You're not actually paying for sex. You're paying for time. So you need, still need to ask for consent like any other normal person. 
Um, make sure that you're respectful to your uh, to the other person. Make sure that, um, but obviously have a good time and relax. But just be thoughtful. Be thoughtful and learn how to build trust with someone. So always just just think about that. Just always have in the back of your mind that you know this is a new person, just like you would in any new situation just be thoughtful of they may not necessarily like certain things and yeah you just need to be mindful of that like regardless of being at page you're actually not paying for someone's body you're paying for someone's time like any service so um yeah make sure you don't abuse that that trust and that client provider relationship you don't want to do that because that could get dangerous and you could also be still up for assault charges so make sure you always ask for consent another thing you should do is always make sure you leave on time so yes you are paying for that time bracket you are not paying for chit chat at the end if you want to have chit chat make sure you do it in the hour but yes please be sure to leave your companions premises on time and in the same fashion as you left it obviously you don't have to make the bed but please be clean and tidy using the bathroom don't spray water everywhere there are things for you to use in majority of bathrooms so there's no need to stand dripping your water everywhere on the floor and people breaking their necks when they go to fix it afterwards which i have done multiple times and i won't mention the amount of times i've almost killed myself in that bathroom but yeah Please be sure to, whatever you use, use it in an orderly fashion and be clean. So yeah, that basically rolls up how to approach a sex worker, how to, I guess, have your first session and then how to leave. So I hope that's helped you and please be respectful when approaching a sex worker. If you see a sex worker in public, please remember they don't know you. So if you see them, leave them alone. There's no need for you to approach them. Just like anyone else, they deserve privacy and to live a normal life. So just remember that. And that wraps up our chat for today. Thank you for listening to In Bed with Lucy. I hope you have enjoyed our time together. And don't forget to go like my Facebook page. I look forward to speaking with you all again soon. Go forth and do good, beautiful people. I love you all and be safe.